Hi, this is Wentworth Miller. You're listening to The Flash Podcast. your podcast for all things related to CW's The Flash. I'm your host, Brittany Rivera, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Andrew Dice, Andy B., and today we have special guest and The Flash podcast family member, Tatiana Hollander. How are you guys doing on this uh, Thanksgiving week? Sorry, I kept going because I was really excited (laughs) about Thanksgiving. It's all right. Um, Thanksgiving is not really in in my jam. I... I will usually go get like like a ham sandwich uh, at Subway usually, because I mean we do we do ham and tur- and chicken for Thanksgiving in my family. So you're you're you fit right in. Oh, I should I should have come over then. I should have come <laughs> up with some um, I don't know, like some appropriate like Thanksgiving gifts or something, and then be like let's just let's just do it freestyle, and then we all go to Subway. How, <laughs> how are you other guys doing tonight? I am doing very well, my dear. How are you guys? Extremely joyous. Oh, you don't sound it. <laughs> Does well, it... No, because I feel like I'm stealing American Thanksgiving. And oh, I don't right. want to do that. Okay. I am right. thankful, you, you, but you it's not about me. We, didn't you? You guys celebrate Thanksgiving in October, right? Yeah. Yep. Your, your Beginning country, of October. Your country's weird. Just saying. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, when do you celebrate it? Um... As the same week as Americans? Is it the 20... Yeah, well, it's the harvest, right? So, <laughs> Do you have a different harvest than our harvest? Yeah, well, we're farther north. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I never even thought about that. Huh? Well, before we, <laughs> before we get to the episode discussion, let's just go for some quick uh, news uh, before we get to it. So, by now, we've announced... Announce it, but for people who may not be on social media, and uh, we we just wanted to remind you that next Wednesday at November, on November twenty ninth at nine p.m. Eastern slash six p.m. Pacific, we're doing our annual podcast crossover event for the Arrowverse crossover that is happening in a week for Crisis on Earth X, so Quiver, the Green Arrow podcast, the Flash podcast. Supergirl Radio and these Edges Tomorrow podcast will all be coming together for a special live podcast event at Mixler.com slash DCTV podcast, just like we did last year. We had so much fun last year coming together and talking about um, the the crossover then, and we're going to come together come together for this event as well. Uh, sorry, this song has been on my mind because of Justice League. So, uh, so please, guys, join us next Wednesday, 
November 29th at Mixer.com slash DC Podcast. You can join us in the live chat either on your computer by going to Mixer.com slash DC Podcast or you can get the app for free on your if you're an app uh, an Apple user or uh, it, it's also av- available on the Google Store for Android users. So please join us. Come and talk to us about the crossover. That's where we will take feedback, questions, and other thoughts from you guys that we will read on the live show. And it's going to be a big gang. Like, you know, we have a lot of hosts lined up from all the podcasts coming on and maybe with more to be announced so please join us um because i i'm sure is everyone here uh, excited for the crossover next week excited for the crossover yeah i mean you know with some trepidations but mostly yes andrew how are you feeling about the crossover we haven't you and i we have not talked about the crossover in quite a while i'm ecstatic i hate nazis so i love seeing them lose it's gonna be a good time all around. I'm just excited. Yeah. I'm just always excited when like people use their powers together. Like Cisco just like threw Oliver through his like vibe portal, and like Oliver was firing his arrows in yeah. the chair, and I was just like screaming. Like it's gonna be great. That's my favorite of all the team up things. I just love how Oliver was just so casual with it. Like he was like, "Oh, this wasn't wonky at all." Like as like, "Oh, I do this." Oh, you know what? He probably did it on that stupid island of his. He's like, "Oh, but Barry, I've done this for years. I met a Cisco on my island a couple years ago, so I know I know a thing or two about jumping out of breaches." Um, <laughs> and no, I am. Um, I I will say this, even though I don't get why people are so stuff excited for it. I did kind of lose my mind when both Sarah and Alex, like, they ripped their, um, their dresses so that they could fight. Um, although, although hopefully they didn't have to pay a lot for those dresses because, like, now they're just, like, there's, like, a big hole on the side. Oh, oh man, that was definitely my favorite part of it. My, like, besides the other Oliver and Cisco part, like, it was just so, it's just so badass. Like, because that, and, like, plus, they're, like, the two characters, I think, I know I've seen on Twitter, a lot of people, like, really want to see me. So I think just seeing them together and like being equally badass and they just gave each other the look, like that was cool. Yeah, I I will say that it's like I mean we've had like all the promotional photos come out uh, and like oh, although CW next year don't put out ninety two photos from your crossover event that is ridiculous. Put out five photos each from each crossover episode. Like fifty was last fifty was a lot last year, but this was like too much. You were close to a hundred. It was like it, you you showed a little bit too much. Uh, I'm just really excited to see the Ray, like, and also Citizen Cold, um, because I you know I love Wentworth Miller. But no, it's gonna be a fun event. That's why we're gonna you know it's gonna be just as fun to podcast about it. So guys, remember to tune in next Wednesday live and wired as uh, Liwai would say it on Supergirl at that's 9 p.m. Eastern slash. 6 p.m. Pacific. Another weekly reminder, by the way, that uh, you should be following G40, the amazing platform that the DCTV women have created. Uh, you can follow on Twitter and Instagram. I believe, Tyler, you said something about that they had a Facebook page last week, right? No, they did not yet. Someone took the name G40 on Facebook, but it's not oh. theirs. So I'm, I'm going to report that person to Facebook. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening, do, do our bidding because... Whoever has that name is it is it a, is it a page or is it just a person who is like decided to nickname themselves G forty? I think it's a page. Okay, well, justice needs to be served. Uh, but also, if you are following G forty and you haven't heard about this uh, this part though, they are doing shirts for uh, represent.com slash G forty. You can get your own uh, G forty T shirt or your um, your own sweatshirt, which uh, I think is uh, Tanya. You said it was good for one 
more week before the pre-orders uh, close close That's for, right. Uh, yeah, so I'm definitely going to order mine this week. Um as soon as I get, uh, you know, some cash in my in my account, because I definitely want one of those shirts. So, represent.com slash she for a day. Now, let's get into this week's episode of The Flash. Episode 7 of Season 4 called, Therefore, I Am. Otherwise known as <laughs> The Birth of the Thinker. We got the origin story of Clifford DeVoe. Uh it turns out after that twist last week, I saw some people posing on Twitter that like, what if this isn't, you know, the version of Clifford DeVoe that is the villain? No, it is. I guess they're just, I really hope they are in their basement in their like uh secret base and not just in some other location. I feel like that's less fun, but yeah, we got the origin story of Clifford DeVoe who basically started off as a man who was too brilliant for his own good and in pursuing the mental oh, I don't, how would you even say because it's not mental power like the mental resources to actually use all of his brilliant intellect uh, ended up driving him down a path to where we see him now I thought it was a pretty it was a cool origin story I just think it was uh, uh, first of all when you take a shot of like a fireplace and then transition to a flashback of a fireplace, my arrow sense starts tingling, and I do not care for that. So, what scene was this? Oh, they did it a couple times. Like they do the same thing where it's like, oh, you know, like a wheel turning. Now a wheel in a flashback, like with a I little like, sound effect. I actually like that because Glenn Winter kind of he came up with the smooth transitions for flashbacks on Arrow, and then but then when I guess they kind of just dropped it at some point. But I, I like when I like how they did that. Sometimes. Oh no, like, they. I don't think they dropped. I don't think Arrow dropped it. If they have, that is an absolutely well, very things, recent okay. thing. Okay, well, how, okay, how about that? Some things they do transition as well on Flashback on Arrow, and some things they just, they just don't. Because, I, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. It's like, it probably hasn't gone away, but I I don't, I don't mind it when they do it on, if they do it well. No, I, and I liked how I my criticism of Arrow was usually that I wish the flashbacks would just focus on other characters and not Oliver. And that is what we got here. We Like, we got time to see why... A villain doesn't start off as a villain. Uh, I, all of this is kind of colored by the fact that I, I don't know. We're still like being kept uh, in the dark about a lot of the story, but we got to see him, you know, the the relationship with Marlies, which was good, and I think it, I personally thought that it made him into a more substantial character. Did you guys agree? Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. This was definitely one of the more memorable um, Flash villains in a long time for me, like probably since Reverse Flash, because for once we're finally getting to know him as a person, you know, and know why he's wanting to go against Barry in whatever way. You know, it's not just a generic, and then I will take over the world and kill all the other universes. Uh, Yeah, I like like that his, like premise kind of started out being good and like he's like i have all this power like i want to do something good and like why am i being punished for like wanting to help people and you're like hey you are kind of like yeah. not a terrible person yeah and even now like we can assume that his goal like he hasn't revealed exactly what he wants to do at this moment but we can assume he's still wanting to create what he thinks is a better world you know so it's not like yeah he wants I- to destroy things he's just the way that he's doing it is manipulating people's lives and causing random deaths that hmm. don't need to be caused. 
it, it was kind of like you know learning uh his, his diagnosis and all that it felt almost like if you cut out the flash portions of this episode it would be like a 30 minute episode of like the outer limits or something you know that's just like what's that oh like uh, i was like um, a more modern well the, i'm thinking of specifically the modern remake which was like twilight zoney type stuff that was just like short stories that are you know science fiction with like maybe some horror and like a twist uh and i i dug that i do think that like a big part of it i think Britt, you kind of mentioned that i have i still don't know what what he wants like or what is what his plan like why he's interested in the flash uh and then on top of that they kind of I guess kind of a, a placeholder to like fill in what would have normally been his motivation was his super intellect means he knows everything. I don't know if that was, I, I don't know if they really. It was like sold. he had like had Wikipedia like in his head. Yeah. Like it was just like, she's like, tell me about Jack the Ripper or like whatever. And he was just like, oh, I just pulled up a page in my brain. Here it is. But doesn't he also come to a conclusion that wasn't come to before? That he says like the. The consensus is that it's this person, but I think it was actually that person, the nurse or something. Yeah, I think he did say that at the end. I'm surprised that Legends of Tomorrow hasn't done an episode yet about uh, Jack Ripper. <laughs> oh, that'd they... be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it would kind of be like the way the vampire one started. Yeah, I was going to say, it's I, a little real. Like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm, never, I'm, never, I'm never a fan of when the t- television does vampire. Although, I mean, I will say this. This was at least better than what Smallville did when they turned Lana into the, the Kryptonian-sucking vampire. I'm not kidding. She she sucked out of Clark's throat, and she got her powers while she was a vampire. Well, <laughs> I mean, all right, then. Steven they could do that for Legends. Stephen the Night yeah. Stephen the Night, what went through your head when you wrote that Like thinking, this is a good idea. <laughs> It was so. Bad. Uh-huh. It was so. No, but um, to me, I, I've I've dug the finger so far this season, but this episode like it made me enjoy him even more, and I love the fact that again, this season is not about outrunning your villain. It's not about like, well, look who has the biggest dick. I mean, who look who's the fastest man alive? And uh, sorry, sometimes the whole like who's the fastest person alive feels like a really bad dick measuring contest. I'm just trying to say Justice it. League. Justice League. No, it, in a good way. That was my favorite part. <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> <sighs> that was one of the best parts of Justice League. But I'm just saying, it was. I, I, I'm never going to have a safe place to talk about Justice League with anyone. Dude, you, so you are specifically talking, because I really did like that moment when he said that you're the fastest man and I'm the fastest mind. That yeah. was like ha? a very well, that's, that's, comic <laughs> book. Well, well, that's the, yeah, that's, that was... Well, that's, so that's, I was like, wasn't this the tagline of the season? I can just imagine the little speech bubble above his head with mind, like, bolded in a different collar, like, larger yeah. font than the rest no, of you it. Know what, you know what would have been those font bubbles? Would have been like, that would make a good shirt. You know what, honestly, what about this? On the front of a shirt, it says Fast Man Alive, and then on the back, it says Versus the Fast Man Alive. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. it out there. I and, feel disappointed uh-huh. You know, that was, like, written in the script, and then they're like, ooh, let's call the season that, and then the person who wrote it was like, but, oh, then it's gonna feel like, oh, Right, it's, <laughs> it's gonna like, feel like, you know... <laughs> I stole it from you, but you stole it from me. <laughs> no, but I, I really, I will say this, this episode helped me 
amplify my love for the finger. I I think the flashback was really compelling, and I I like I love how detailed it was, even with how Harrison Wells, aka Edward Fawn, picked up on the fact. Oh, Devo. Like they didn't forget. Mm-hmm. They didn't forget the fact that this isn't Harrison Wells. This is actually Edward Fawn in disguise from the future, and that. He obviously must have known DeVoe or something like that. So he was kind of like compelled by the fact that they were there. I will say I was disappointed by the fact that the mechanic wasn't revealed to be Sue Dibney as I was hoping it would be. Um, but, you know, I mean, Marlies... I, I don't know this. why you wanted that, but that's okay. But that's like, because sorry, that, that, sorry get, that gives something for... for not Harley, uh, for, for Ralph. Like, if, I thought it would have been a cool story to introduce... The way to introduce Sue into this universe. And then that way, like... Ralph would have maybe, you know, gotten her to save her, and she would also be portrayed as a very, you know, incredibly smart woman who can crave stuff. Um, but, you know, I will digress. I never get what I want on these TV shows. Uh, but, yeah, no, the flashback was, like, it was... It's nice when these shows do flashbacks in a nice way. Like, you know, like, last week, like, on air, like, for the first time in a very long time, they did the whole Deathstroke thing in a very nice way, too, you know, for two weeks in a row. Uh, because we got some really good backstory on him. And, um... No, but I, I really, I really enjoyed the origin story of Cliff with the bow. I, I like, I like the fact that he, he did his, I mean, you can, we can debate whether or not what, what his current agenda is, but I love the fact that his, his motivation was that he wanted to help humanity become smarter. Well, you know what? Right now, with the current, the current state of our world is, I think we could use a bit of an intelligence boost. Just throwing it out there. Not pointing fingers I... at any p- people or politicians or anything. Mmm. What? I, Me I, throwing shit? I no, sorry. Liked this, I liked this episode, but I feel like it just felt like a huge, like, we need to fill an episode before the prequel, before the crossover info dump. And I think it's also because I'm, so I'm like really behind on Supergirl, so I've been catching up and I've been watching, you know, watching it. These, and I watched it right before The Flash. I watched it this morning. And just seeing like Rain's story and how they're just like spreading out this like vil- this villain origin story and making you care about this character and her and her connection to the other characters, I think that's so well done. And I think like they did they really started doing that on the Flash. Like they really started making you care about how smart the thinker was. They got these good Easter eggs and all of these things. And I kind of wish they had given us the flashbacks like spread out throughout the episodes. I think you know seeing how he became the thinker and seeing how he was really passionate about creating change and being a scientific genius and his wife was by his side the whole time i think all these things like really helped make it so him such an interesting character and an interesting villain but i feel like in one episode i saw a lot of people on twitter saying they were really bored by this episode and they didn't really care about this character and i and i think you know we all i want to care about this character i want to care about this villain and i do care about this villain but i do also see where a lot of these people were coming from it does feel like I, it's like one of those things. It's like you know, you know what's coming next. So you're just like, how is this episode going to get us to the crossover? That's I mean, for, especially for me, I've just been thinking as I'm catching up to all these shows. Like, okay, this is the last episode before the crossover. This is the last episode before the crossover. You know, how does this episode get us to the crossover kind of thing? And so it's kind well, of like, they, oh, this is an none interesting. Of them are. I not... kind of, I kind of feel the opposite um, uh, from you, Brittany. That. Like, on the one hand, I really loved how they were spreading out Rain's storyline, like you said. But then the latest episode, when the switch happened, I was like, that's the that's the switch? Why did you just make me go through six episodes for that? Like, that could have happened in yeah, any episode. It was there was kind nothing of... going leading up to it. So it bothered me that when that happened, because of how they stretched, stretched it out. Now, if 
they had stretched out, like you said, the thinkers flashbacks in different episodes, that would have been great. And I would have loved that. But for me, having it condensed in one episode sort of was like, it was like the lightning strike that happened to him in the particle accelerator, you know, like to see everything, like everything that's been leading up, like now we know where he came from and how different he and Marlies were before. Like I, when they pretended to be, well, pretended quote unquote, to be husband and wife at the end of season six, at the end of episode six, sorry, I legit thought they were just faking it for Barry. Yeah. And oh, then this episode reveals, then this episode reveals that they really are a married couple and this is how loving they were beforehand. You know, like the way that they talk to each other, it's like, in the previous episodes, it's like you see how how things have changed for them As ever the, since he became the thinker and he was in that chair. And to me, so like sort of like um, mm-hmm. I was gonna say, like I don't understand how this is a filler episode for your pretty way. It's like, well, what, like, what would what, okay? What did what did you want then from this episode? Because I think like I don't think that any of these shows this year are doing any setups for the crossover or whatnot. Like, I mean, I just I think watching. that's what I'm saying in general. I think I was just looking at all of the episodes, like, wow, this is super interesting. Like all these episodes, I'm not definitely not saying it's the problem with just the Flash. Like I like I said, I just watched Supergirl and like Legends even, and you're just watching it and like I guess to me maybe I'm just like thinking too hard about the crossover and like knowing that it's next week because they keep saying the wedding is next week and like me thinking like oh this is interesting the way they're setting up the crossover by not setting it up at all so i think i mean maybe that's just my thing like i'm thinking two steps ahead when i should be just focusing on the current episode at hand and i'm not saying i didn't like this episode how very fingery of you by i love the crossover yeah that's like that's the thing maybe i'm just think i'm thinkering too hard she's becoming the fi- she's becoming the thinkress <laughs> Oh, but but I really, oh god, that's really bad. Enjoy that's the, bad. The, I love the flashbacks. I really, really love the flashbacks in this episode and how it connected to the particle accelerator. Because like you kind of know it's coming. You're like, oh, they need a lot of energy. Hmm, I wonder what's coming. But then like, like Tatiana said, seeing the development of the relationship, and I don't know why it took me such a long time, but I was like, halfway through the episode, I'm looking at the wife, and I was like, oh my goodness, that's the creepy assistant in the lab. Like I didn't make the connection that it was. The <laughs> oh, thing. she's not because creepy. Her, 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 her hair looks. I mean, she doesn't look creepy, but her hair is like totally slicked back, and she looks very. You know, she's very like demure, like pretty like housewife look and then she looks super different in the lab and so for some reason my brain took a really long time to make that connection and so i was like Wait, whoa that's this? crazy marlies <laughs> like marlies yeah, i didn't marlies. realize marlies was the same woman who was helping him oh. in the white lab coat for some reason my- <laughs> i guess i, really, I guess <laughs> i have a really hard time with faces and so it's just a problem that i have <laughs> so Brittany, so do you see that guy over there in the corner with the glasses now look at the cor- outer corner where he he's wearing a blue suit and a red cave okay, do you <laughs> Do you, like, I, see, I understand how that works. Like, I was, I always make fun of, like, the Superman, like, and Kara, like, Kara thing, putting her glasses on, but I definitely think it would trick me because I have a really bad problem with faces. I wasn't. So that you know. Yeah, no, 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 we, 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 we do not judge. If you see I, me at a Comic-Con and you're wearing glasses and you usually don't, I probably won't recognize you. Andrew, I think we have a perfect way to screw with Brittany last next year. <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh, did uh, you also, as further proof... The guy who plays the thinker actually looks more than a little like Tom Cavanaugh when he doesn't when he isn't in character. So Brittany, you're hopeless. <laughs> oh, you're just gosh. you're done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, but Andrew, did you no- did you notice a nice little um, for a nod to the thinker's thinking cap from the comic? Oh, of course. Yeah, that was well. I was so excited, but then I was knew that something had to happen before he became like the weird Matrix version of himself, which kind of irked me because. 
like Cisco even calls out that you're just like not trusting a person who's in a wheelchair. And we can probably talk about why I hated most of Barry's interactions with the team this week. And maybe that's why I love the stuff with the thinker, but like his wheelchair even powers the thing that is keeping him like it wasn't enough to copy Cause as soon as they said, Oh, let's get a power source. And I thought, Oh, a power source in the chair. Wait a minute. Like they're not only repeating having the secret villain in a wheelchair, but having the wheelchair act as a front for the battery that is making him have his powers without dying. Well, it's so not really it a repeat a though, bit. because he actually is handicapped. Like he's losing, uh, you know, he's losing movement in his legs. Isn't that what he? Well, says? yeah, but so I mean, it's still like this one makes more sense than it did for Wells. But you would think that they would have at least been like, oh, we can't just. I mean, we can't just do this because every time someone's going to see a person in a wheelchair, we're going to be like, oh, what's that powering? Like, are you a psychic or can you travel through but time? I, I like that, that they like played up that like, oh, Barry, it's like your paranoia and like your prejudice. And, you know, like they were kind of that's why the team like didn't trust him. And it played like a huge part in this episode of like Barry's kind of devolving mindset. I know you said a little bit about the interactions with the team, Andrew. Like, what about specifically didn't you feel in this episode? Weren't you feeling in this episode, I should say? Well, it was just like everybody agreed to think Barry was out of his mind. Like, I think it's one thing that that Barry did a couple things in this episode that are just kind of dumb. Like, there are probably one or two times where a reveal happened and we were like, oh, how did you not... Like, you know, it's the same thing. He takes his cowl off all the time. And we're like, what are you doing? When he took his hood down when he went into the house. I was like, why? Why take your hood down? Like, what, what, what is gained by exposing your identity? Because he's not house of a guy anymore. You believe. Yeah, but you he's been watching you with a camera. Anyway, um, it just felt like. Did he know at that point that he was being watched with a camera? I can't remember no. right now. But well, in the okay. in the, the samurai one. In the office, it was aha! Right. I got him. I'm gonna look at, which right. was also a funny thing. Like, oh, you have a Japanese painting. Fan of samurais, are you? <laughs> no one, Therefore, no one else right. is a fan of samurais. But, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, I think Barry was acting like a deranged stalker this episode. <laughs> he just happened so to be right. It makes sense. You're right. He just happened to be right. So, like, while yeah. it made sense to me, like, I'm like, okay, well, I see where everything that he's coming. You know, everything that he's right. We, together, we know, know but coming. it's hard. But yeah, I understand yeah. why everyone else was like Barry, and like even it's was it wasn't like they flat out didn't believe him. It was like you can't do anything about it right now. Yeah, like, even yeah, if you are right, what could you do? I think this is exposing a pet peeve of mine because I'm okay with it. Like even after the fact, if if Iris had said anything to him, you know, like it's like the horror movie where the person's like, I saw a ghost in our in our baby's bedroom. It was screaming at me and hurt me. If if my fiance said that, I'd be like, oh, we're moving because <laughs> you've never said anything like this in your entire life. So we need to get out of here immediately. Like Iris was like, you know, you have to stop. Basically, you need to stop being a detective in looking. If if she had said like anything that was even the slightest bit like what's really going on or anything like that. And then the other time was when uh, when he was like the camera was in the thing. Like it started making a noise and they were like making a noise. I was like, why are you doubting that? That's a completely normal thing. You're holding the camera. Well, I guess because he never actually saw the camera, right? Is that what it was? Or was it just no, like he was because, holding it? Because that's what I thought was like at the end at the end of the episode when he comes back and he says, Well, 
DeVoe is the thinker. And they're like, oh, you were right. Like, they don't disbelieve him. Yeah, I did. You know? I did. A, it's not thankfully. like they think that. It's not like they think that he's lying to them. They just I don't. Even though he didn't, I was like, why didn't you record? Like, and they didn't show him like getting any proof for his. Like, if I was Barry and people were doubting me the whole episode, I'd be like, I'm definitely bringing my phone and recording this conversation in my pocket so <laughs> that like no I mean, one can. It depends on what state they're in because if if they, I don't know what this what state uh, Central City is in, uh, which is a problem of itself but like if the if the consent law if, like, i know there's in some states like if you give a one um damn where's jessica jones when i need her when, when if you have if you give like a one-party consent to a private recording i think that's legally allowed but it's I'm, just to show his friends it wouldn't like be using it in court he right just he, be can't, like, he can't use it for court because it says he's the flash in it well so. we don't even know what this guy's guilty of Right, exactly. Like, he hasn't done anything, or he hasn't admitted to doing anything yet. Like, what's he like? Yes, I was the thinker. Yes, I... The I menace. think really hard. You know, like, oh, like, we're arresting you I, for thinking so too much. There is, <laughs> there, is, there is no connection yet, so he's still like... That's why I liked how even at the end, like, even though you know, at the back of my mind, it's like, I know this is because of the crossover, but it makes sense that Barry's like, well, I have to wait for him to make the next move, because there's literally nothing I can do right now. Like, what could I possibly bring him in for? Nothing. Yeah, so, like... (laughs) Well, and that was what I mean, is, like, the, the, the way that it was being expressed between Barry and the team, it would have been on that trajectory if he came back and they didn't believe that DeVoe had outed himself. Like, that could have... And when, when he was saying it to Barry, I was thinking, please tell me that they're going to believe that this guy just outright said it because that's... In a different movie, it would be like, he just told you this? Like, you really... But thankfully, it it got to the point where he was like, no, he told me it was him. And they were all like, oh, okay, I believe you. Nobody apologized. The way that he deserved to be apologized. Let, let no to. one apologized. Andrew, Andrew, let, 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 let me pull you to the side. No one apologized to anyone about anything in the airverse. That's true. How have you yeah, not gotten this? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. We can <laughs> agree to disagree on that because I don't think they did anything wrong by asking for more proof before no, no, they no, go. They did something wrong. Sure, sure. They did something so, wrong. They, um... did, they did something wrong because they doubted <laughs> that no, you know intelligence. That is the kind of thing I love. Like if he had said that to Iris and she was like, "Then be smarter." Right. Like you can't go. Well, that was also the funny thing. It was like, you can't go breaking into his house. And I was like, guys, you guys break into every, like, <laughs> every single week. Security in the Arrowverse? What? <laughs> There's no security. No, but like, I will say this. And if I can make, if I may touch upon this, I'm over the, these, these moments when Team Flash like always goes against Barry. Like anytime they've done it on this show, it doesn't work. It didn't work in season two when they locked him up in the pipeline when Zoom was about to freaking strike. It didn't, it, it didn't work. <laughs> They're too here. good at being friends. Are they though, Andrew? Are they? Uh, I'm just the actors. Sorry. Yeah. The, the, oh, the actors. I'm sure they're great together. But it, I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't throw Grant into a pipeline if they just like if he's <laughs> hold over Maybe. The Lord. Yeah. You know what? Maybe the thing to take away is that this is what makes Barry a hero. Because if I was him and all of my friends reacted this way, and then I turned out to be right, I would never move on from that. <laughs> Like every single time I'd be like, I can't believe it. Like I knew it. And you said it was because the guy was in a wheelchair. I thought he was evil. Like I thought we were friends. There would be no moving on from it ever. I will say this. I mean, I know we're not going to talk too much about it, but like maybe this is what the, the Ezra Middle Flash is maybe 
happy that he doesn't have a team, <laughs> you know, like as other than the Justice League, because I don't think any of the Justice League members would throw him into like a pipeline or like be this this <laughs> that. Like, I mean, I'm gonna say this. I mean, I understand who the team members are coming from, but it's like I hate when they and when they basically when when the characters spit on Barry's intelligence in in such a weird timings because I'm like, guys, I mean. Can, can we trust Barry like, like that he is not like going the range and even anything? or are they I don't know maybe they're looking at it from a, from a perspective of well th- maybe what maybe this is like a speed force effect that he is you know this is like this is where the crazy is coming back from but again I don't I don't I I'm, I'm I don't understand when they are when they pick their moments to go against him um, I'm, I'm glad that they did trust him in the end. That you know that he didn't. Another thing, that's why I like. I, I agree with Brittany. Like, I wrote in my review for TV for Night tonight. I say like, how come he didn't record this? Uh, but again, I did also think. Up, I, I also, but also at the same time, would he really want a recording of himself? Like because he also needs to clear himself uh, from the police captain. He's been suspended for two weeks now. Uh, which, <laughs> oh God, this is why he doesn't have to be at work next week. <laughs> I just real. Oh my god! The puzzle pieces oh. just fell together. But yet the police captain is still coming to his wedding. Like, <laughs> oh my god! It just fell to pieces. Sorry, go ahead, Andrew. Go on. While I oh no, that that was a note I wanted. It, it did feel like Captain Singh might have folded a little, a little easily. That, you know, it's like I think he's harassing me. They came to our house and asked us some questions. He came to my class and asked me more. And then it was like, okay, well, well he broke. Barry, what are you investigating? What are you investigating him for? It's a case. All right, you got to drop it. It's like, oh, <laughs> you, don't know, you don't even know what the case was, Captain. Please. I uh, mean, again, kind of like Barry, he just had turned out to be right in this situation as well. So everybody just had a lucky week. Well, he did, but he did get suspended because there were photos of him bringing into the house. Yeah, he didn't get suspended until that. But yeah, yeah. Um. Man, if I, if my boss suspended me for something BS like that, I wouldn't invite him to my wedding. I would be like, no, you can stay outside and watch the wedding from the outside. No, because like there's photos of, of from the official photos. Captain Singh is literally in the in the wedding, sitting next. Oh to yeah, me, he's sitting next to he's Heatwave. Sitting next to Nick. <laughs> that, I, am, well, that's, just, that's why he was punished by sitting next to Heatwave. That's, that's but at the same time. If there's no line next week where he says, aren't you a wanted criminal in my city? Like, shouldn't I be arresting you right now? And Mick is like, I've done good things now. Like, me, like, like, I don't know. Like, it's just, if there's no comment like that, I'll be, I'll be kind of WTF. Um, so, uh, let's talk about Clifford's, like, okay, original agenda versus, like, what his potentially current agenda might be now. We learned in this episode that he wants to improve humanity. He wants, he, like, he just wants to make people smarter. And I, I felt really bad for him as a teacher that pe- people were like, like, man, students are sometimes the worst, uh, aren't they? Um, Brittany, what did you think of his original agenda? And what do you think his current agenda is possibly at, at this point? Um, I mean, like we've said kind of before, we were touching on, like, his, it's not this big, like, let's destroy the world or this big, like, it's not like, he, also, he isn't, I, I mean, I was going to say he doesn't have a personal vendetta against the Flash, but it almost seems like, the Flash is definitely connected to his plan, whatever the current plan is, uh, with, like, all the metahumans on the bus, and there's, I feel like there must be some connection to Barry, or otherwise, like, you know, why is everything why he you know set up the samurai to film them and why is he so intent on targeting team flash so i guess 
I was going to say it's not personal, but it kind of seems like it is. I think it's definitely getting away from this grander scheme that he had, this bigger, like, let's help the world. It definitely seems like it's becoming slightly more nefarious, either because Barry's been meddling or because he wants to change something. I'm not sure. But I'm, I'm definitely interested. Like, I like, I'm terrible at puzzles. I feel like I've said this before. But I like when they're leaving these little pieces of, like, this meta has this, you know, power. And this meta has this power. And maybe they're going to all come together and mean something. Like, I don't know if that's what's going to happen or if it's going to just be part of his plan. But I'm interested to see what it is because I, I definitely don't have a clue. And what, what do you think? I, I guess my only concern is that the reason we don't really know anything about his plan or, or how he came up with his original plan is because we're not going to find out like how he it's kind of implied he just figured out Barry's the Flash and I, I, the the quote unquote like sci-fi of how they pulled him out of the Speed Force was so kind of ramshackle like it was just for the, for the sake of getting him back that I had to stop myself from hoping that because I was thinking like well how did he figure out how to get Barry to come out in a specific place, and how did he make sure all of those people were there? Oh, you know what? They're and probably also, not going to. Did he make them all have those specific powers? Like, do they all? Yeah. Have, like, is, like, is the luck like? Does the girl? You know, what was her name? The luck girl. Like, does she have that power Rebecca. for? Like, is, is that exactly. all going to factor into his plan? Uh, yeah. So and then I and then I was like, oh, you know what? We're probably not going to have that answered because it'll just say like, I figured it out. I'm very smart, and then you know that'll yeah, have no, to do. So no, that's that's Batman sixty six type of writing, and I, and I know Flash is a lot smarter than that. With with or without thinking powers, uh, like the most. No, I think that they definitely know what what his agenda is at the end, and and again, maybe that's the thing. Like maybe he believes that metahumans are the, the solution to improving the intelligence of humanity. I don't know. Maybe that's something I like that. I definitely think that he needed Barry out of the Speed Force to create those metas with those specific powers because they're each going to be an ingredient in his ultimate plan that will better humanity for sure. Yeah, and. And because he needed Barry out of the Speed Force, now he has to take care of Barry so that Barry is not a problem. Because he couldn't create his metas without Barry, but now that Barry's here, he could stop the thinker. So that's why it seems like he's focused on Barry. And he could. So I feel like if Andy, are you saying he's like a Magneto type character where he just wants everyone to be like meta humans and like you know meta humans are better than people. We should make oh, everyone no. meta humans. Oh no! <laughs> oh yeah, that was also. I'm wait, 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 wait! you say that one more time, I didn't hear you. It kind of I was over. saying like, is the thinker like he's like Magneto? He like wants to turn everyone into like a metahuman because he thinks metahumans are better than regular people. Uh, I don't. I mean, I maybe, but I think it would be better I, if they do it like that. I think it would be done better than the first X Men movie did it. <laughs> okay, like, but, but nothing's but, better than X Two. X2 is amazing. X2 is freaking amazing. Although, I mean, but then we also have X-Men vs. Clive, which is an amazing freaking X-Men movie. Like, I, I do think, I definitely think I do prefer the newer ones than the old X-Men movies, uh, except X-Men Apocalypse, either, despite the fact that Oscar Isaac is then, then, technically it's supposed to be able to do no, no wrong, but, 
yeah, I could read. I I wouldn't mind retconning Apocalypse. Uh, I I wouldn't mind putting a Days of Future Past on Apocalypse. Just saying. Um, I, I I hope that in many ways they manage to keep the thinker being portrayed as not not like a black and white villain type of thing. Like maybe because I. The, the one in the flashback, I felt really for. I really felt bad for him. I, f- I felt, and I could, I could almost kind of like connect to his, to his plot, <laughs> his plot, but like his like his motives and like his dreams. The current one, like I feel like it depends on when they reveal it, which I think will be probably after Christmas or something like that. But like I mean, so far I'm. I, I'm 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 digging this. Like I, I like the and I like the fact. I mean, that thing. That's maybe one of the good things about having twenty three episodes is that we don't get all the answers right away. But that's just me. I will say that this is the first time since season one that I actually believe that they will have answers for me. Because I know you you were saying Andrew like oh well they might just never explain it or whatever. And I think, and I do agree that they're not going to explain the science mumbo jumbo. And that's fine by me. Cause I never cared about that, but I do think they're going to explain his motivation and his plan as opposed to zoom or Savitar, whose plans made literally no sense and who didn't do anything for most of the season. I hope Sav- if Savvy bear could hear you now, Tatiana, she, he would be like, he would be like, but I had applaud. It was my burned pizza face. Like there was a secret in that. Uh, <laughs> I loved Savvy Barry. He should have come out earlier because he was hilarious and awesome. But for most of the season, he didn't do shit. So, so um, Tanya, do you want to lead the next next discussion point? I would love to. Now, as I was watching the episode, I noticed a crazy amount of parallels between uh, what I'm going to call Marvo, which is. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> um, <laughs> Marlies uh, and Clifford Devoe. Even though that ship name is just joining her first and last name, actually, <laughs> we're gonna use it for now. So Marlies and Clifford and West Allen had a lot of parallels, not just in this episode, but like going back through the show, just their dynamics in general. Like I thought it was a, like it was a little bit weird when when. Iris is teasing Barry about being, you know, like coworkers, like, oh, HR is going to have an issue that we're coworkers. Um, Cause like they were being like flirtatious and cute, but like clearly that was just because that's what Marley's and Clifford were. They were coworkers who fell in love. So I was like, oh, okay. I see where you're going with this. And also the fact that like, we're talking about how it's Clifford's origin story, but it's also the mechanics. It's also Marley's like, she's the one that brings his visions to life. And as he himself said, I'm nothing without you, because he can't do any of what he wants to do without her, which is also how Barry feels about Iris. And Thinker sees that, like at the end, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to let them get married, because what's knowledge without love? So I kind of love the idea that it's setting up, um, I don't know, like a, like a super couple showdown, not just not just, you know, Barry and the Thinker racing, but somehow involving their ladies as well. Oh, and there was even super awesome parallel for me was when she kissed him when she thought he was dying and then he was alive again, just like in the musical. <laughs> I didn't even, I, I love all that. Like, I didn't definitely didn't notice it, but I did like how much that she was featured alongside of his story. And like we were saying before, you know, how their relationship kind of grew and changed and throughout his, you know, 
illness and his inventions and things like that and like how she was just so steadfast and stood by his side which is again like kind of like how we've seen iris just stand by barry throughout his entire time of being the flash and going in the speed force and coming out of the speed force and all of that kind of stuff it's interesting that that they're doing that kind of parallel i would love to see some kind of like badass couple showdown for sure yeah. oh my <laughs> god okay writers of the Friday on the flash I'm sure Brittany will let you take that idea, but please make that happen, whether she will give it for free or not, because that, I need to see that now. Brittany, give your consent. Yes. <laughs> Good. I, I, I like that. You know what? I'm glad that, that Mc, uh, not the McCann, the Marlies, um, is, uh, that she's gonna get just as a big role as the, as Clifford. Um, because, you know, like, we haven't had a big, ba- a female big bad on The Flash like this before. So I'm, I'm down with it. They come together as as a team. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Andrew, it, it, get it, it? Come together? Huh? Andrew? I don't want to talk uh, about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, I really like how their dynamic also helps to make him stand out from other villains, you know? Because, like, everyone else is, like, a weird, creepy loner in the shadows. And he's actually, you know, got his own his own team even though it's just a <laughs> duo, but... <laughs> I, but, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I have to ask a question that's been on my mind as it ties into this. How big a city would you need to have in which 1,100 people have the last name DeVoe? <laughs> I like that, like, you've really, you, like, you've been, like, thinking about this the whole episode. Like that, like, and... Guys, like, it has yeah. to come out. I, I had to go back and watch the rest of the scene because I thought that is nonsense. I like, just, I yeah, the central question. city from what we've seen doesn't seem that to huge. have millions of people. Like uh, I can't. It's just even... a couple streets in downtown Vancouver, so I really can't get the size. <laughs> of the city. Yeah, and that's not really. I mean, it's, just it's a not a common down... last name. Like, let's be clear, it's not a. The, the I, don't like know very... a I don't know a single DeVoe. No. Never in my entire do, life have I met or, a person. Or, or they all you? live in Central City. I mean, do you get I, me? You do know a couple of them, but you just haven't met them yet. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're all hiding in their super basement bunkers. <laughs> fair, fair. Good point, Andy. That is good. I'll give you that. I don't know if that's sarcasm or not, but I will take it. I will take it. Thank you. No, I'm not sarcastic at all. I. No, but I really like. I caught I like that the, one. Uh, I caught that one. Yeah, <laughs> I like the parallel that. Um, you know, it was like kind of what makes Barry the hero is that he didn't want to be like he didn't want powers. I just thought it was a very a clean parallel that they're setting up between the two couples that especially when you got Harrison in there. That was awesome. Okay, I'm going to break in right now really quickly. So there's a website that I really enjoy called HowManyOfMe.com. You put in your name and it tells you how many people in the United States have your name. And there are four people in the United States, the entire United States, named Clifford DeVoe. Just for reference. So four whole people. <laughs> four <Wow>. people. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you want to find out how many people have your name, please go to that website. They are not sponsoring the podcast, but they could be if they wanted to. Uh-huh. Guys, give us a call. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There are only 6,186 people in the United States with the last name of What what was the name of the website? HowManyOfMe.com 
it's um, depressing when you have a name like Brittany Rivera. There are a lot of me. BTW hey, that, that, that's a great name. But there's only one great, great Brittany Rivera, and she's on this podcast. That is wow. true. Wow. Wait a minute. So this is there's one person in the U.S. with my name. Does that mean they're referring to me even though I'm not in the U.S.? That is you. They're talking about you. (laughs) There's only one of me. There's only one of me. That sucks. Wow. Wow. We're all lucky. (laughs) Sorry, what was this podcast about again? (laughs) Oh, this is so depressing. There are one or fewer people in the U.S. named Andrew (laughs) Bacht. Yeah, definitely. I feel feel so special, but yet I feel so pathetic. (laughs) Oh, God. The only reason I don't like it is I don't want people to be able to Google me and actually find me. I've got to change my name to something random. Well, let's call call you... Jane Smith is my name now. Okay. Uh, By the way, when when Barry and I were talking, like, uh, in the the Starlight Hallway, we got another Marvel reference. My spider sense is tingling. Yeah. I did really enjoy that. I kind of wanted to do more references to Marvel stuff at this point. I'm kind of like, you know, like... Maybe they could be like, you know, have you seen that crappy Inhumans TV show? How good is the Runaways? Right, guys, the Runaways. <laughs> they really, they really definitely awesome. have some kind of lift deal going on because uh, Devoe mentioned like huge <laughs> lift or something. Like it's like a little mini lift commercial. That was kind of nice. Well, they're also doing these like weird ass like Windows uh, Microsoft commercials now with like the um, like stretch scenes with uh, with Ralph during the commercial breaks. And it's always I like, always want to like. Can I just say? <laughs> oh, sorry. You no, I was just gonna say. I, I always want to complain about product placement, but then I'm on, this, on the other hand, I'm like, they are like giving money to a show that I really enjoy to keep on the air. Could it be less blatant? Yes. Do yes. I like hate it? Like also yes. But are they giving money to my show? Yes. So I'll deal. <laughs> it was just funny. I actually, like, Go on, Hannah. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I hate seeing the Microsoft service ads. I'm tired of them. <laughs> But I actually did think the scene itself was cute. Like, yeah. that Ralph, like her, first like, off. She was, like, setting the table settings. Like, that was, I was like, who, who's, can they zoom in? I want to see who's sitting next to who. Yeah, she had Wally and Sing there. And she was separating Sing from his husband. I don't know where, I don't know where Rob Whoa. was. Whoa. Because he was not Iris. Yeah, Iris. I know, right? Punishing him. Punishing him. Iris. Punishing him for uh, suspending Barry. <laughs> exactly. But, 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 no, but, but, but he did commit a crime. He committed a crime. He broke into their home. He well, faced he into their home. He should have thought about that. Barry gets special treatment, as we know. And not yeah, giving she... him has consequences. I wish I could have seen her come in and be like, I don't know what happened. I went to the store. I came back 40 seconds later. And then <laughs> it just seemed like something was wrong. Like, like she had armfuls of bags. Okay, can I call? Can I call her out for that? By the way, who the heck goes out that late to go grocery shopping? I'm sorry, yeah. I'm someone that goes like sometimes in the middle of, of the evening and you know for a bike ride to get like like a snack or something because, I mean like that makes more sense. But for like a, a like a husband or a wife to do it that late, like you know I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my husband to sleep and I'm gonna go grocery shopping. Go, what's wrong with you? I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's weird. You don't think it's weird? You guys are weird. Weirdos. You know what was not weird? My face? Ralph not being in most of the episode. Yeah. <sighs> I miss that Ralph. Just, that just felt right. I was so happy. You hate like, her. I saw, don't you, I don't don't you come on my show and hate on my boy, even though he has <laughs> very sexual issues. <laughs> but no, I mean, because like, like, 
And it's not like I'm not saying that Ralph makes me like the show less. I'm just saying that the episodes he hasn't been in, I've liked so much more. Fair. Well, well, while one new face wasn't in this episode, we did get a familiar face come back, Brené. Wally came back. I was really excited. He came back at the end, and of course he has to come back for the wedding, and I'm just like, it was just so good. Like, he just looked happy and refreshed from his time away. He, I think he got a haircut. Did he get a haircut? That went like so it went so fast that I don't even remember. But I don't um, know that I would call it a cut. Like I thought there was still a lot of hair on there. Just different. But, I don't yeah, know. Just he, looked. He just looked he good. You know, different. like he just looked like he had actually, you know, gone away and, um, you know, had some time to think about himself and come back ready for the wedding and ready to rejoin Team Flash. So I hope we get to see lots of Wally in the crossover. He does. Yeah, he does get some action even... in. He gets some action in the trailer. Yeah, we do see him fighting in, during the wedding. He also delivered that line about uh, fighting the giant starfish really believably. Like, I almost could have thought that I missed an episode somewhere where he was doing that. I would watch that, like, web series of, like, Wally's adventures, like, while he was away. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, maybe the like... Line... Or... Sorry, gone. No, I had a question, but go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, or maybe, like, instead of his web own web series, like, maybe, like, a show about... Um, a group of uh, young heroes. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Um, Andrew, are there any good like young superhero groups in the DC universe? Like, like they, they runaways. <laughs> Screw you. I, I, I feel like they feel like like titans or something like that. They feel like a couple group of titans or something. Like gods? You mean like the gods, like Olympians? Okay, that that, that 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 went over my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah no, I still think they should put. Uh, oh my god, I, you know what? Someone put a scene up on YouTube um, of Wally, and he like, he slicked his hair back a lot. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, got think... a different look every time. You know what? Wally is a man of many of many looks. I dig it. Yep. I like it. I like it. Renaissance man. man. Um, but yeah, I know. I still wish that they could send Wally to Titans. Um, so I think I, I think I, I don't know. I mean, he could just breach over to that Earth and just you know. You know, they could be, have a speech on, the, on that team. But hey, when does people listen to Andy's good ideas, I guess? <laughs> the but, line uh, when someone at the... Oh, the thinker. At the end, the thinker says, like, they used to call me the teacher. Was that an Easter egg? Because I my I was, like, my, my TV started cutting out at the very end, so it was kind of staticky, so I wasn't sure what he was saying. But I heard him say something about being called the teacher. And I was like, is that a cool Easter egg that I just am not he... getting? Or... I think he said that in all of the, like, hundreds or thousands of variations he accounted for, in one of them, they called him the teacher. And I couldn't tell if he was saying that all of the other times they ended up calling him the thinker or, like, they had never called him the thinker before and the teacher was closest. It was probably the first, I guess. I don't know of any DC character named just the teacher. And he's also in the comment. I believe he's a he was a he was a failed lawyer. So I don't think he, I don't think he, I don't know, I don't think he was anything else other than that. Okay, yeah, I was just wondering if that like line meant. There anything. is a DC Comics character called Teacher, but I don't think that it was a reference to that. It's like it's it's the Batgirl villain who's actually I think been in the recent uh, issues recent issues of this run of Batgirl. 
when she went to like Tokyo or something. But either way, it doesn't matter because the point is that that's not what they were referring to. Right, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, guys, any other thoughts about this episode before we uh, go to feedback? Um, I really like when the show pulls all the storylines together into one. Yeah, I felt like it was very, like, it wasn't like, you know, like, I mean, as we were, you know, working on our discussion sheet, like, there wasn't, like, that many plot points. Like, it was all, like, very, it was very all connected. It's all connected. Yes. Yes. Yeah, everyone had, like, their role to, to, to serve in, in the larger plot. And, yeah, I really like, and Neil Sandilands and Kim Engelbrecht are, uh, awesome. They are, do a really good job. And they have mad chemistry. So you go, guys. Uh, I wanted to ask when Iris made that joke about like, oh, HR wouldn't like this. I was kind of like, do you not have a job then? Like we're just out. This is where you spend your like, I couldn't tell if she was making a joke about helping or if this is legitimately her employment now is uh, telling people where to go. I mean, it's definitely a joke because. They don't have an HR department, so obviously, hey, unless not- <laughs> they, uh, they don't even get a filled with HRs. Yeah, I was gonna say you keep saying HR department, and I keep just picturing HR like <laughs> running. Right, I was doing the same thing with you. Oh Lord, Brittany, could but... you pa- could you picture <laughs> that? Would be the worst. <laughs> Brittany, could you could you imagine HR Wells running an HR department? <laughs> That's With another his- web series I would definitely watch. That would be. I think uh, you need, that would I be think very horrible for those employees, but that would be so funny. <laughs> and I, I, think and you, I just you... want to say, hmm? no, 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 you're a guest. I need to. I need to shut up more. Go for it. Oh no, I was gonna say everyone harps on Iris and whether or not she has a job, but I just want to point out that Cisco, Caitlin, and Noels have ever held a position of employment. <laughs> In their lives. And so. Barry barely holds a job as yes. it is. Like, I'm surprised, like, so. things like, what are you doing here? You still work here? <laughs> when's the, well, when's yes. the last time Cara wrote an article? When's the last time uh, Oliver I did it? She said that she wrote an article, like, two, yeah. two episodes ago. Leave her ago. alone, all right? She's I trying guess? to quit her job, like, three times this season, <laughs> all right? She's I, working. I, I assume... <laughs> That, like, we didn't get to see the story, like, the tragic fall-off and closure of the Star Labs Museum. Right, like, it just closed, like, we Yeah, because I guess that was the closest HR came. Right. He, yeah. he had a job for one day. He tried, bless his yeah. heart. But, but, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to assume, and Candace actually has been asked this question, and she doesn't know because the writing has not been clear. But she did say that she's just assuming that iris is helping at star labs but she's gonna you know go back to being a full-time reporter once people who want to write her as a reporter appear to show run the flash now that other people who did not want to are gone yeah i'm looking forward <laughs> to that too <laughs> i mean what i mean what we i mean we're not it's kind of pretty clear who we're, we're referring to so just you know there's there i don't know it's not like we're throwing shade it's like you know it's pretty clear who has been the big problem. Uh, Brittany, any final thoughts about this episode? Um, I'm happy Wally's back and I'm ready for the crossovers. Yes. Yes. Andrew, any final <laughs> thoughts? Uh, I like the thinker. I hope he is as effective a villain as he is a character. Here, here. All right. That was very well put. Very thoughtful. 
Oh. Andrew <laughs> is there's a, no, no, no. no. And, Andrew's one, you know what? Andrew doesn't need some stupid fucking cat to be a smart person. Andrew is already a smart person in my book. <laughs> All I need are tentacles latching onto my brain. Otherwise known as or you could have said or, or you <laughs> or you could have said all I need is you know some 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 trust or some belief from uh, a good co-host of mine. But hey, you yeah, know exactly. I say it, Andrew. Make my day. No, go, go continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have some terrific feedback. I, I take the uh, cables and plug them into my glowy blue brain. Uh, really, really convincing fake head. I have to say. Apparently, because no one even noticed it. Um, we were all distracted by how comfortable the thinkers' sweaters looked. Okay, wait, I have um, a question before we go into uh, feedback. So yeah. is is there a body still in the chair and the the brain is in a different body? Or is the body and the brain connected and moved to a, that floating chair? Oh, and then he just inexplicably changes into that leather getup? I have so many okay, questions. It's, it's, it's a good look. I'm just saying. I would. I would. Because I was it, like thinking that they were gonna pan back over and just show, which would be, which I guess in, in hindsight it would have been horrible if they just showed his like body slumped over with an empty brain sitting there, oh. and he's just like his brain is in another. I guess that would have been very, very tasteless. And I'm sorry for thinking about it, but I'm just like, what is the semantics here? Anyway, I guess go. I got something for the fans to think about. Now on to uh, (laughs) yeah, teasing the next reveal. Yeah, Um, yes, feedback this week. Uh, We have one from Ms. Purple three sixty. Loved hashtag West Allen, of course. I feel the thinker is going to be a real challenge for Barry and the team. He's used to using speed to defeat his enemies. It's a whole new playing field now, especially with Devoe so far ahead. Love throughout the episode. The heart remained a constant. Yeah. Yeah, it was a real touchy-feely one. That's a good good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, At Iris's heart, I believe, or Iris She Art, which could be a really interesting compliment. Uh, Loved the episode. DeVoe is an awesome villain so far. It looks like he got Barry figured out. He better watch out for Iris. I would love if that is a twist coming that Iris actually outsmarts him. Um, Knock on wood. Uh, and of course, I loved all the West Allen moments and can't wait for their wedding next week. Woo! I hope nothing bad happens. <laughs> a wedding getting a problem in a superhero show. What are you yeah. saying, Andrew? What are you saying? Uh, at again, Nicole. The West Allen and Thinker mechanic, Mecha Ninker, Cliff Eyes, Carol, or Cliffies. Oh, parallels were on point. Loved all the backstory and was stressed watching Barry Wild out. Uh, at Alexa's Wave Rider, I loved it. A very engaging episode. That's a good word for it. They literally setting they're literally setting this up as the DeVos versus the Allens, and I'm here for it. Wish we had more of Wally though. Yeah. Well he does too, I bet. Uh, at Austin Lee Mead, I have many thoughts. First off, Barry, keep that face covered for real. Thank you. Also, why do I get the feeling that DeVoe wants Barry as like a battery to build a new body? Ah Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's a good that, theory. Yeah. Does DeVoe know about Earth X? And wouldn't there be video of Harrison talking to DeVoe and his wife? I was kind of destroyed in the explosion. Oh, yeah, fair. I really enjoyed that back and forth. That was, like, maybe my favorite moment, just because clearly Thawne knows that this guy is... Ah, uh, yeah. 
Did he that seem afraid like, to you guys when he went? I forgot that. But did he seem afraid a little bit when he noticed that DeVoe was in the crowd? Well, he would I know that was, DeVoe is famous, right? Like, Yeah, I thought he was like maniacally excited. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I can't wait for what happens there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I dug that. Um, Always Bay Van. Love, love the episode. Barry being all smart, West Allen goodness. Iris, the team leader. That was short but sweet, yeah. DeVoe is the best. DeVoe and his wife already shipped them. Good, they're married. And while at the end, perfect. Now let's get to the wedding. Oh, no, I can't break it to you. Uh, At Sunshine Happier, I thought it was really good. I think the show having a wife-husband duo as the main villains this season is really smart. Yeah, that is a pretty... That could end up being a really, really beautiful choice of having... Oh, isn't it being great married, but maybe you can become evil, and that's kind of powerful in its own way? Uh, it's really different and immediately gives their characters more depth, more sides to them. Uh, at Suara Sali 1, this was the best episode of the season so far. Whoa. I'm just going to let that hang there. The I agree. Are genuinely I agree. It's compelling. one of the best episodes. Yeah. That's, yeah. No Ralph Dibney. Uh, the DeVos are genuinely compelling, nuanced villains to make the audience eager to see more. So great to see a holy psychological battle in the episode instead of physical ones we're so used to. Even if Barry was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and from Lauren Waters, uh, strap in, guys. Hey, guys. I loved, loved, loved this week's episode. I haven't really been enjoying The Thinker until this episode. Him and the mechanic are so great together. You can tell they really care about each other and that their relationship is built on mutual respect. This episode also showed that the thinker's motives aren't really malicious. It's just his methods that are. I still did have a few issues. Number one, Barry did seem like a bit of an idiot for most of the episode. But I guess that's inevitable when you're going up against the fastest mind alive. Also, this is super minor, but the problem keeps coming up. Someone needs to teach this cast how to do CPR. I'm I'm sure that like a hundred people right now just cheered. (laughs) Doing like four compressions and then giving up would not work. Get a medical supervisor, or take a course, or watch a YouTube video, or anything. Anyway, I know it's a super minor thing to rant about, but it's such an easy fix, and I'm a lifeguard. So it's been really bothering oh. me for like four years now. Either than that, great episode. Can't wait for the crossover next week, in which the CPR will hopefully be done better. That's my note. I, I, I will now be watching for literally any instance of, of CPR, <laughs> or life well, support, and be like, come on. Uh, well, we know CPR is not going to work out next week anyway. But uh, no, but I am. I, I I like that when we have listeners that like that because we you know we have a you know one of our DCTV DCTV podcast contributors this year is um, you know her name is Rachel. She is starting starting to become a lawyer. So like it's always fun like when she emails like any of the, us at the podcast pointing out the the law the, the flaws of the um, the way they they portray law and the criminal system in in these shows. So I like and I like the fact that Lauren like I because I was wondering like you know like, hmm, I wonder if Lauren has maybe. Like if she's like uh, works at a, an emergency team or something like that, but she's a lifeguard. So yeah, it's 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 nice when we can actually get someone to you know some of our listeners to point out that that are doing this for professions, uh, you know whether it's you know being like a lifeguard or like become a lawyer, a lawyer stuff like that. So yeah, it's um, these TV shows you need to like just how how long can it take to watch like instruction videos like how to do certain things so it looks believable. Like, have, like, like, it shouldn't take that long, like, to practice or whatnot. But you know, 
I will digress. But yeah, but guys, thank you so much for your feedback. It's always great to hear from you guys and tweeting in or emailing us. So just keep doing it every week and we will read your thoughts on the show. Next week we'll do it a little bit differently like we, because we're going to be encouraging you guys to tweet, send us feedback both Monday and Tuesday to all the podcast accounts so that way we can read on the show when we do it on Wednesday. But that's going to be it for this week's episode of uh, our Flash discussion. We're going to do some quick plugs and then we're going to wrap up the show. So, Tanya, first of all, thank you so much for coming by the podcast again. And uh, where can people find you on social media and your other projects? Well, thank you for putting up with me, Andy. Can... We love having you. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Marcella's Ear, M-Y-R-C-E-L-L-A-S, Ear. Uh, you can also find me on Tumblr at Valerie M. Perez, or you can check out a different podcast where we talk about all four DC TV shows at once called Ladies with Gumption. And you can find it at DCTV Gumption on Twitter or on iTunes, like a regular person. <laughs> I also write for the, for the Flash podcast. I do comic book reviews, lest I forget to mention that I do write for Andy. <laughs> no, no, she writes. She writes with me. Like there's no for me anything. I'm no, I'm no, nobody's boss. So. But I do it all for you, Andy. Out of my love for you. You're making me blush. And what else do you do? <laughs> you do over the board. More things. More things I do. Yeah, Marvel Alright, I write for the Marvel Report and with an accent.com. All very cool websites that talk about different TV shows and comic books. Yay! Andrew, where can people find you on social media and your other projects? You can follow me at Andrew B D Y C E. I'm apparently the only one of those. <laughs> uh, and you can find my writing about movies and TV and all kinds of geek stuff at screenrant.com. And Brittany, where can people find you on social media and your other projects? You can find me on Twitter at Kinda Movie Snob, K-I-N-D-A Movie Snob. You can find my writing on Screen Rant. I should have an article about Legends of Tomorrow actually coming out sometime in the next couple of days. And you can find me on The Marvel Report. And as soon as I start The Punisher, you will find my review for the last three episodes of The Punisher. You, still, <laughs> you haven't started The Punisher? I have not started The Punisher. I'm not even gonna start the Punisher. I'm, oh, I'm really going good. to start it. I'm just I had to catch up to all the DC TV shows before the the Flash the, the Flash over the crossover the <laughs> and uh, you know just it's just a lot of TV man it's a lot of TV it is yeah. a lot of TV I feel this month there was just too much like comic bookness going on there was a too when you get behind on the DC TV shows man it's oh, it's boy. rough I got behind yeah. on both Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow and thank God I don't watch not like thank God I don't watch Arrow in that way but like thank God I didn't have to catch up to Arrow too. Because I only had to catch up to eight episodes of Supergirl and The Flash. I mean, and Supergirl and Legends. So it's a lot, man. It's a lot. I guess I should also say... If but you... I will watch Arrow... Oh, what? Hello? Hello? Oh, uh, I just said I, I'm definitely... I said I will watch Arrow for the crossover. I just don't watch it on a regular basis. I'm so sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm so sorry. So put down your pitchforks, everybody. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say... I'm very excited um, to see Stephen Amell. Yeah, we. Uh, I also was. We recorded a an episode of Total Geek Hall talking <gasps> Justice League. You're back. Uh, yeah. So if you really, really love Justice League and it was your favorite movie of the year, probably don't listen to it. But 
if you feel otherwise about it or just interested in hearing us talk about loving something in a complicated way, then you can find that on Screen Rant or Total Geek All on iTunes. Listeners can find me on social media, my public fa- social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Andrew Bakht. Bakht is spelled B-H-B-K-H-T. Apparently, I'm the only Andrew Bakht in the States, so yay! I don't have to worry about so- someone having the same name as I. Um, you can also find my some of my writing right now at T Fanatic, and I also co-host the Titans podcast, and I run the Marvel port, and I help you know doing some things with DC Podcast Network. So yeah, I, I keep myself I keep myself busy, and listeners can also find the po- Flash podcast on theflashpodcast.com where you can get all the latest news about the Flash TV show, as well as like comic reviews from Tatiana and so much more. So theflashpodcast.com, head over to theflashpodcast.com every week. There's always stuff coming up there, and uh, you should sh- check us out all on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope, all at the Flash Podcast. While you're on the iTunes Stitcher Radio, be sure to subscribe to us, um, so you, you, know, you can get all the latest episodes as soon as they come out. And while you're on iTunes. Make sure to hit us up with some five star reviews, and uh, because you know the more the more um, the more reviews we get, uh, the higher up we get on iTunes. So it would really help us a lot if you just take a minute or two. Uh, you can um, you know bring up all of our some of our random blabbers that we do sometimes while we all do cover the Flash, and uh, you can listen to the Flash podcast on uh, the Mixed Radio Network live on Wednesdays at six p.m. Eastern at the Mixed.fm or some of their apps. And be sure to check out the entire DC Podcast Network at dcpodcast.com, where we have amazing podcasts for Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Letters Tomorrow, iZombie, Black Lightning, Krypton, Titans, and classic DC TV shows. Follow the follow us on social media at DC Podcast, and be sure to subscribe to the mega feed on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, so you can get all the podcasts in just one feed. And if you have any questions for us, you can email us at theflashpodcast at gmail.com. We also want to remind you that next Wednesday, we're going to be doing our live podcast crossover with Quiver, Super Radio, and Let Us Tomorrow Podcast at Mixer.com slash DC Podcast, November 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern slash 6 p.m. Pacific. And be sure to check out the amazing promo that David Jones and Mike Schmidt and Jeff Tasca did. It is balls! Like, they worked really hard on that for, like, two or three weeks. And it is... Uh, I want to see if some of you guys can f- find out uh, if you can... No- Pick up uh, the the nod we did for to another DC property, uh, because it's pretty. I want to say it's, 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 it might be a little bit obscure at this point because it's been a couple of years. But yeah, if you if you're a hardcore DC fan, you will probably pick it up on that. Then. So we're gonna be, we're not gonna be release we're not gonna be recording next Tuesday though. So as uh, so yeah, so instead you'll get to listen to us live. And uh, and for those who may not be able to listen to the episode live, we will, we will put out the episode on all the podcast feeds. So don't worry. But we want you to join us live and wired. So. That that's some good stuff. But fi- guys, thank you so much for listening. Next week is the crossover. Don't miss it. And Monday starting with Super Bowl and Arrow, and then Tuesday wrapping up with the Flash and then tomorrow. It's gonna be amazeball. There's gonna be a wedding, a crisis, maybe a death. Who knows? Just tune in because we're in for a big a big ride. So thank you so much for listening. And from all of us here on the Flash Podcast, I'm Andy B. I'm Brittany. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Tatiana. <laughs> and we will see you next time on the Flash Podcast. <laughs> Guys, why are you always so- that? Mm-hmm.